Thank you for joining us for Love That Voiceover. In-depth interviews unveiling the personality and projects behind the mic. With none other than your chic geek, perfectly different host, Love That Rebecca. Hello, my darling chic geeks. In today's episode, I am so proud to announce the sexy dreadman, the hula guy himself, Dave Fenoy is our guest. Welcome to Love That Voiceover. Well, I'm happy to be here and honored that you uh, reached out to get me to talk to you. Oh, I'm so thrilled. Everybody's thrilled. And, you know, I'm going to give a little bit of a bio on you just to bring everyone up to speed with some of the important facts, because there's no way that I can cover everything that you've done. You have some really wonderful resume work, but some facts about your successful career so far in entertainment. May I do that? Oh, oh, please uh, remind me what I've done. (laughs) Well, (laughs) you have acted in over 70 titles. In TV, you voiced at least 29 shows with recurring characters on at least five. That means they brought you back season after season on at least five of these shows. Mm -hmm. There have been at least 31 video games, of which titles we will be getting into a little bit later. You have been the voice of Time Life R&B and Gospel Collection. You are the voice, the Hulu guy. And you have an extensive list of commercial credits. There's a list as long as my arm. I'm, I'm, we're going to talk about that a little later, too. You even have several credits as an on-camera actor. Yes? Yes, I do. Uh-huh. And you have also, to my thrills to find this, you've been interviewed on Entertainment Tonight and highlighted on Americans in Focus. Those were some wonderful clips that people can find on YouTube if they, if they decide to search. You have done your homework. I have, Mr. Funoy. I have. I am so <laughs> excited to have the Dreadman with me. Can I call you that? I just love that. Oh, you know, uh, that is my nickname with a lot of people. <laughs> hey, man, what's up? And, and, you know, your career is still going so strong that, you know, to really have over 70 titles in such a depth of uh, different shows, and that's just serious. That's wonderful work. And we're going to get into all of this. We're also going to talk about the latest and greatest, the zombies. <laughs> you have a new phrase you've been talking about on Twitter. Zombies are the new. Oh, yeah. Yeah, zombies are the new empires. Exactly. And that's because you're in the new show, the new game, a video game called... The Walking Dead. That's and, right. Uh, it's just really, really excellent reviews. And uh, my favorite part about the reviews is they really like the voiceover work. Although I'd like to pull the credit for that, I can't. There's some other very, very fine actors uh, on this project. Mr. Fenoy. We came. Uh-huh. We're, we're, we are back from technical difficulties. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, technology. You love it, and you hate it. Exactly. Now I want to play a little game with you. It's Uh-oh. called questions, or the Proust questionnaire, or now I'm calling it the Love That Rebecca questionnaire. Okay. What we're going to do is we're just going to do some quick, easy questions, and it's like, you know, a Rorschach image. You just give the first thing that comes to your mind. It's not relevant to anything (laughs) more than that, and we know this is all just about how Dave feels today. Okay. Are you ready? I'm ready. All right. I think. You are. What's your current favorite color? Wow. I would have to say a, uh, like an earthy gold. Ooh, nice. What is your favorite American city? Mm. Well, I grew up in Cleveland, but unfortunately, I think my favorite American city is L.A. 
Yeah, you don't have to say where you grew up. I mean, it doesn't have to be there. You know, loyalty, well, you know, loyalty to feeling, Cleveland so is the short. The first thing that comes to mind, I was feeling a little guilty about it, actually, <laughs> because one of my earliest childhood memories was wondering why my parents settled in Cleveland. But, uh, <laughs> What's the answer was, to that question? Why did your parents settle in Cleveland? Now my Cleveland fans are going to hate me. But uh, at the time... <laughs> And Drew, uh, and Drew Carey. <laughs> and Drew Carey. Well, there's a, you know, there used to be a joke amongst us uh, 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 expatriates of Cleveland that there's a lot of great talent from Cleveland. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. That's awesome. Well, you know, homage to Cleveland for creating the creative talent that they have had expatriate themselves There you from. go. But, you know, it's been some time now, and it used to be called The Mistake on the lake, but uh, not anymore. I did not know that. Oh, yeah. Every- that was, Oh, we the armpit of the nation. Oh, we used to have. It was terrible. It, we, the Cuyahoga River, when I was uh, a little kid, was a, a fire hazard. They had polluted it lake so Erie badly. Too. Lake Erie, too. Lake Erie died, but it came back. That's the amazing thing. All of this can come and, back. And, and frankly, Cleveland has come back. And and it is a great city now. I haven't been there in a long time. My parents moved away when I uh, got out of high school, uh, so um, that wasn't so long ago. Yeah, yeah, just just a couple of years. <laughs> Moving back to questions quickly for both of us. <laughs> what is your favorite cocktail? Oh wow, rum and coke. Nice. Do you have a favorite wine? Uh, I prefer the red wines or with white wines, anything but a Chardonnay. I don't know why I don't like Chardonnays, but I don't, uh, partial to, uh, Pinot Grigios and Merlots and, uh, yeah. Very nice. Very nice. Okay. Here's a funny one. What is your favorite verbal expression? Currently, currently, zombies are the new vampires. Excellent, excellent. We're going to get into that later. What is your favorite farm animal? Well, I'd have to say a cow because uh, when my dad retired, uh, he started a little cattle ranch. Oh, really? Yeah. That is either cool. that or chicken because they're so good fried. <laughs> yeah, that's different than cow. I don't know about cow being fried. Let me ask you a question since you've been able to be closer to the cows. I have always wondered, are they able to be friendly or do, are they really vacant in the brain as much as they look like in the eyes? Well, they are not the smartest creatures on the planet, uh, but they uh, they can kind of be sort of friendly. They're curious and shy at the same time. If you're at a cattle ranch and you go stand by the gate, they will come over to check you out. But if you make a sudden move or move towards them, chances are they're going to run away. Aww. That's why I like them. I think I like their shyness. Aww. Um, okay, we're going to move on to growing up at, when you were a child. What was the name of your best friend? Wow. Mm. Um, Milton. Ah, and what do you remember about Milton right now? Uh, Milton uh, lived down the street with his brother Butch, and uh, I wasn't really fond of Butch. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> and and I don't think I ever met Milton's dad. He lived with his grandmother. Oh, that's cool. I like his name too. But why was Butch not your friend? Was he big meanie? 
Butch was a bully. Bully, bully Butch. It makes sense. Yeah. It just makes sense with the name. And, it, and it, not that he ever bullied, he never bullied me, but I saw him bully other people and I just didn't like it. Well, can you imagine? I, I'm sure he bullied Milton, poor Milton with that name. You know, I mean, the kid named Butch is going to pick on a kid named Milton. I think it's. Yeah, there you go. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> um, what one thing can bring you pure joy? Wow. Uh, my agent calling with a booking. <laughs> <laughs> Still, after all these episodes and TV commercials. You know what? I, I am just as excited uh, today to get a booking for Doggone Near Anything as my first booking. That's sweet. O- outside of the work world, hitting a forehand winner when I'm on the tennis court. Wow. What the heck is a forehand winner? Well, you know, just uh, the ball comes to your forehand and you... Smack the heck out of that ball, and it lands just inside the line, and your opponent can't get even get to it. It's a zinger. It's a. It's like a right. meteor. Yeah. Now, what guilty pleasure do you let yourself indulge in, and you will confess to now? <laughs> oh boy, Trader Joe's gingeroos with uh uh with their 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 ice cream they've got a, a cookies and cream ice cream and i just make little gingeroo cookies and cream sandwiches oh my god and that I sounds eat fabulous them, but i love them oh they're, that they're, sounds ooh, so it's, it's like crack oh yeah i can imagine <laughs> or heroin or any good drug there you go oh you made me hungry now i want ice cream earlier now i really want it bad there you go see <laughs> okay now two kind of thinking questions You are actually a very gifted man, but what natural gift that you do not have would you like most to possess? Oh, wow. That is a good question. Uh, Blowing bubbles doesn't count. (laughs) Perhaps the the gift of accounting. (laughs) Really? Ew, that's all I can say to that. Tell me more. What do you mean? Well, you know, uh, you know there are left brain people, right brain people. I'm I'm very artistic. Um, when I was in school, the 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 subjects I did very very well with uh, were artistic, history, sociology, uh, abstract mm. thought, philosophy, those kinds of things. But math, oh, <laughs> I suck at it. Wow. So you would like to have a mathematical mind. I'll just a little bit more. A little bit more. Just a little bit more. I I, I, I like myself, but uh, I, I could stand to have a little more uh, talent in that area. Well, we love you, too. But if you would like to have that, we hope that you get it. <laughs> <laughs> it's so late now. <laughs> I'll, I'll just keep a calculator. No, there are all kinds of exercises that can be expanding the brain. Don't give up. Tell your okay. DNA it's possible, and it will possibly happen. Hey, DNA, it's possible. Now tell them, DNA, do it. Do it, DNA. Do do it. it. Do it. (laughs) Now, last question of our Love That voiceover questionnaire. What profession other than your own would you like to attempt, if you could? No holds barred. You know, if I didn't do what I'm doing now, I'd probably be a teacher, probably a history professor. Wow, cool. What uh, area of history would you be most interested in? Oh, no, that's very good. Um, I, I like world history. I like ancient history. I like American history. I like African history. I, I, I'm actually interested in the evolution, uh, both uh, physically 
and uh, historically of human beings. You know, who are we, where we came from, and how people have lived their lives, what what their lives were like, not not the the names and dates. Oh, 1492, Columbus sailed the ocean blue. Later for that, but how did these people live? What were they thinking? What was the the the, the thought that drove them? What were the what were their belief systems? Uh, that caused them to be the people that they were, and what parallels from then can we look at now? Because you know we do continue to do the same things over and over and over. We've grown so technologically, but maybe not uh, mentally as creatures. Right, and that's way more than you wanted. <laughs> No, that's exactly what I wanted. In fact, I was going to say, as a historian teacher and as a person who obviously has this in his background based on what you told us that you liked, mm-hmm. what what books have you found that that illustrate these perspectives or are there any that come uh, to mind? Daniel Quinn, Ishmael and the Story of B. Interesting. Excellent. Well, we're duly. I have not had the opportunity to read that. Can you give us a the why that you chose that book just now? Um, well, uh, I like the philosophy of Daniel Quinn. His books are fiction, uh, but it, it really is philosophy and history uh, disguised as fiction. Uh, the story of Ishmael is um, Ishmael is a gorilla who is very, very intelligent and speaks to human beings uh, telepathically. And his wow. job on, on the earth is to teach us where we went wrong as human beings. Why is it that we're the only creature on the planet that, uh, you know, wants more than he needs at a particular time? Uh, why is it we are the only creature on the planet that lives outside of the rules of nature? Um, the, the kind of a thought that why is it we want to be God, you know, instead of live in the hand of God? But, ooh, this this could get very, very deep. Very thought-provoking, <laughs> for sure. Very thought-provoking. I love it. He, he asked the question, uh, like I say, where did we go wrong as human beings? And now we're getting really, really deep. Or is it in our nature? Or is it, does he ask that question, or does he say, does he assume that we have gone wrong? Uh, not so much in our nature, but at some point we... we uh, made a postulate as human beings, uh, and he thinks it's the postulate of the major religions of the world. People are going to hate me for this. That, well, you're uh, talking that about what you are... read. You're talking about a book. Oh, yeah, I'm talking about what we read, but I, I, I think it's great food for thought. Yeah. The, the postulate that uh, when a man says to himself, I am the chosen of God and the steward of the earth, and God has given me dominion over the, the earth— it allows you to uh, believe that, well, what I believe is correct and what other people believe is not correct. And if I'm correct and they're not correct, then I'm better than they are and I can do to them whatever it is I want to do, which we have seen much of the history of the world. One group deciding, hey, those guys over there, they suck. We're the good guys. We're just going to go take them over. Right. But uh, once again, probably way deeper and off. Uh, in, in left field than well, you wanted as, to go. As I did mention to everybody, Dave, I had said that we would go in-depth interviews about the people <laughs> behind <laughs> the mic, and we love to know this about you. We are going to jump into this perhaps from other angles because we're going to there take a break here. Hang on, Dave, with me. You got it. Okay. Thanks for joining us. You've been listening to Love That Voiceover, brought to you by your host, lovethatrebecca.com. 
Thanks for listening.